Stay classy. RT8K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Pierre Tremblay. The top stories. The financial secretary predicts tourist numbers will hit an all-time high this year. The jockey club says it hopes to hold horse races at its track near Guangzhou in 2019 and President Xi to make a major speech on Tuesday. The financial secretary, Paul Chan, says he expects the total number of visitor arrivals for this year to hit 60 million, an all-time high. Candy Swong reports. Writing on his blog, Mr. Chen said over 5.8 million tourists came to Hong Kong in October alone and he expects the figure for November to be even higher following the opening of the Hong Kong Zhuhai Macau Bridge. He said hotels and the broader tourism sector felt that business had improved this year with the help not only of the bridge but also the cross-border high-speed rail link which opened in September. He said future infrastructure projects such as the new boundary control point at Liantang, Hongyunwai and a new airport runway would further strengthen Hong Kong's position as a leading destination for tourists. The Hong Kong Jockey Club is hoping to hold race meetings at its race course across the border in the coming year, but the meetings won't accept bets as gambling isn't allowed on the mainland. The New Year goal was set by the club's chairman, Anthony Chow. Speaking on an RTHK program, Mr. Chow said he believes such meetings will create jobs and business opportunities in the area. Built in 2010 for the Asian Games, the Tsonghua Racecourse north of Guangzhou now has about 200 horses under training. Xinhua News Agency says President Xi Jinping will make a major speech on Tuesday to mark the 40th anniversary of China's reform and opening up. He'll speak at a conference to be held at the Great Hall of the People. Former leader Deng Xiaoping initiated China's historic reform and opening up in 1978, followed by a series of capitalist experiments that lifted much of China out of poverty and turned it into an economic powerhouse. About 70 people, including pan-democratic lawmakers, have marched to the Department of Justice on Lower Albert Road. They want the Justice Secretary, Teresa Zheng, to provide more detail about its decision not to prosecute former Hong Kong Chief Executive C.Y. Leung over a $50 million payment he received from Australian engineering firm UGL. The protesters say they're not convinced by the government's argument that there's insufficient evidence to pursue any charges. Democratic Party lawmaker Lam Jok Ting, who joined the protest, said he was unhappy that no independent legal advice had been sought before the case was dropped. If we compare Mr. Donald John case, Raffle Hoy case, and so many former top government official cases, they all seek external legal advice because of the public impression that DOJ may have the bias or conflict of interest to handle such kind of cases. Therefore, I cannot understand the rationale that DOJ uh, without seeking uh, external legal advice. Accountancy sector lawmaker Kenneth Leung says the government should amend Hong Kong's laws against bribery so they also cover corruption outside the SAR. He said Hong Kong's reputation for integrity and good business ethics had taken a hit when a U.S. court convicted Patrick Ho of bribery earlier this month. The former Home Affairs Secretary was found guilty on December 5th by a court in New York of bribing the presidents of Chad and Uganda to secure oil rights for a Chinese energy energy conglomerate. 
Speaking on RTHK's letter to Hong Kong, Mr. Leung said now was the time to extend the scope of the Prevention of Bribery Ordinance. Hong Kong's Prevention of Bribery Ordinance, unlike the U.S. Foreign Corrupt Practices Act, does not have any extraterritorial effect. If we could extend the effect of the law to cover acts prevented by the ordinance, including the taking or the offering of bribery from or to Hong Kong residents in a territory outside Hong Kong, that would at least give a dire warning to any Hong Kong resident before doing anything reckless in a foreign jurisdiction. The Chief Secretary Matthew Zhang says the government's committed to making Hong Kong an international cultural metropolis with its roots in Chinese traditions. Writing on his weekly blog, Mr. Zhang said the government has been supporting the arts and culture sector by spending over $4.7 billion on the industry in the current financial year. He said the recurrent subsidies to major performing arts groups and the Arts Development Council have increased by about 13% compared to the year before. And he said the SAR government will pour resources into nurturing talent with a view to making Hong Kong a global cultural hub that stems from Chinese values but embraces different cultures. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. Delegates to the UN Climate Conference in Poland have reached agreement on how to implement the Paris Climate Accord, which comes into force in 2020. Nearly 200 countries finally agreed to a single set of rules, including how to report carbon dioxide emissions and assess countries which don't comply. With more on the deal, here's the BBC's Matt McGrath. A key element of this rule book is the idea of transparency, that all countries will be operating with one set of rules in the future. The way that they report and measure their carbon should be on the same sort of set of documents from every country. That's a key element ensuring and building trust amongst countries. The other element, of course, is the idea that every country should increase their ambitions to cut carbon by 2020. Now, that mightn't be as hard or as tough as many people would want here, but I think people who are uh, the practical people here, the, the, the negotiators feel, look, we came here to get a deal, we had two tough weeks, We've got a deal, and it's an important step forward for the Paris Climate Agreement. President Petro Poroshenko has said the creation of a new new unified Ukrainian Orthodox Church will go down in history as the day Ukraine finally received independence from Russia. Clergy from denominations loyal to Kiev have agreed to unite under a local patriarchate. As Moscow denounced the move, the Ukrainian president hailed it. What is What is this new church? It is a church without Putin. What is this church? It is a church without Patriarch Kirill. It is a church without a prayer for the Russian authorities and Russian troops. Because Russian authorities and Russian troops are killing Ukrainians. But this church is with God and with Ukraine. President Trump has announced that his interior secretary, Ryan Zinke, will leave his post at the end of the year, the latest high-profile departure from the administration. Writing on Twitter, Mr. Trump thanked Mr. Zinke for almost two years of service. He did not say why he was leaving. The BBC's Dan Johnson is in Washington, D.C. Ryan Zinke had been given the task of rolling back environmental regulations and promoting fossil fuels, offering up millions of acres of government land for drilling and mining. But he's faced questions about potential conflicts of interest and alleged spending abuses. He was criticised for allowing his wife to use government cars and for chartering a plane to get him to a hockey game at a cost to the taxpayer of $12,000. He's denied any wrongdoing, but Donald Trump's support for him was waning and he now joins the long list of figures to have left the Trump team in the past two years. The latest Yellow Vest protests in the French capital Paris have so far passed off without the violence of the last two Saturdays. 
Security forces outnumbered the few thousand protesters. Police fired tear gas and took more than 100 people into custody. Officials estimate that more than 60,000 people turned out across France. The demonstrators' grievances include the cost of living and politics of President Emmanuel Macron. Sport, football and Manchester City is back on top in the Premier League for the moment anyway. They made sure of it with a 3-1 defeat of Everton at the Etihad Stadium with a couple of goals from Gabriel Jesus, his first since August, and Raheem Sterling supplying the third. But Liverpool could be back on top if they beat Manchester United later today. So manager Pep Guardiola says he's not too concerned about being number one. The question is not, you know, important to be top of the league or not. It's not to be consistent. After drop points in, in Stamford Bridge, we won again. After Hoffenheim game, Champions League, like we have just two days, more than less than three days to regeneration. Always is complicated and, and the people respond the marvelous way. They left it a bit late, but Tottenham beat Burnley 1-0 thanks to a late goal from Christian Eriksen and their Premier League hopes are very much alive, although they're five points behind Manchester City now. Manager Mauricio Pochettino has won for the hundredth time in the Premier League as Spurs manager and paid tribute to the mental strength of his team. That character that they're always pushing uh, until to the end, um, that show um, a great belief and faith in, in the way that we, we play and try. Um, that is, I think, is pleased the most. Elsewhere in the competition, the Wolves have won three games in the English top flight in a row, in a row for the first time since March 1980. They beat Burnmouth 2-0. They're now seventh in the table. To end the news, our top stories once again. The, the financial secretary predicts tourist numbers will hit an all-time high this year. The, the jockey club says it hopes to hold horse races at its track near Guangzhou in 2019. And President Xi will to make a major speech on Tuesday. The news from RTHK. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a journey by a journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value, and a new experience. 